Looking to step up your Mother's Day flowers? The Home Depot has an idea. Let mom's green thumb do some digging with colorful flowers, pots, and premium soils to bring out the most in her patios, walkways, and gardens. Right now, get Vigoro Potting Soil, just $8.97 for strong, healthy, vibrant plants, indoors and outside. Shop our wide selection online and pick up your order in-store and give mom the gift of a beautiful garden. Get Vigoro Potting Soil, just $8.97 at The Home Depot. How doers get more done. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Spectrum One is a big deal. You get Spectrum Internet with the most reliable internet speeds, free advanced Wi-Fi for enhanced security and privacy, and a free Spectrum Mobile Unlimited line with nationwide 5G included, all while saving big. For the big speed, big reliability, and big savings you want, get Spectrum One. Just $49.99 a month for 12 months. Visit spectrum.com slash big deal for full details. Offer subject to change. Valid for qualified residential customers only. Service not available in all areas. Restrictions apply. Go behind the wheel and under the hood on everything automotive with high-speed stuff from HowStuffWorks.com. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the podcast. Uh, you know me. My name is Ben. I write some videos here at the website. And I'm Scott. I edit some stuff here. Some other stuff. For the Auto Channel. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Scott, the name of our show, as you and I know, uh, is, well, I hope I'm not spoiling this for you, High Speed Stuff. Oh, okay. Yeah, so we talk about, you know, things that go fast. Yeah. Uh, let's take it to the nth degree, man. Let's stop messing around with uh, good concept cars or fast boats or anything like that. Scott, what is the fastest car in the world? The fastest car in the world? I just, I'll just go ahead and blurt it out because uh, that's what we're going to talk about the whole time here. So the fastest production car is an Ultimate Aero TT supercar, which was manufactured by Shelby Supercars. And it's a U.S. manufacturer, mm. which uh, is actually, you know, this is pretty remarkable that they hold this record right now because it hasn't been a um, United States manufacturer that's held this record since 1967. So decades. Yeah, and that was the Ford GT40, which uh, in 1967 held the fastest production car record. So a little under 50 years, yeah. actually. Yeah, exactly. And we're talking about, well, I guess we should clarify this right up front. Okay. Um, we are talking about the fastest car in the world measured by top speed, a production car measured by top speed. Oh, yeah, we should say that because we, we do have another podcast with the Bloodhound. Yeah, that's right. And that's, yeah. yeah, exactly. That's not a production car. The land speed record car. Right. No, that's not, um, that is not a production car. Yeah. It, listeners, if you have enough money, you can go out and buy any a version of, the, of this car. Exactly. This car, any of the cars we're going to talk about. Mm -hmm. because there, And, you know, we should say that there are other cars that may be faster, zero to 60. Mm -hmm. You know, there may be other cars that are um, faster, zero to 100 to zero, but yeah. they're not street legal. Or they are street legal and they just don't meet the top speed because they maybe don't get to the top speed that this one does. Yeah. Um, it, this one is very specifically the fastest car in the world measured by top speed production car. Should we even call these cars at this point or should we call them... 
supercars. <laughs> they they are supercars. We'll just stick with cars. Okay, we'll Fair stick enough, with cars. Yeah. All the cars are super in this yeah, podcast. Yeah, they are. They really are. Okay. So it takes an awful lot to get onto this list, Ben, but I have a list of um, I have a list of top 10 fastest cars in the world. Uh, it's relatively recent, but to give you an idea, and I won't go through every one of these, I don't think. Oh, come on. Okay, quick. Right. I'll do it quick, and I'll butcher some of the names, I'm sure. Um, to get onto this list, number 10 on the list of fastest cars. The very bottom guy. The very bottom, 205 miles per hour. Wow. And a 0 to 60 speed at 3.9 seconds. So you're talking yeah, motorcycle quick. Mm-hmm. Um, the Porsche Carrera GT which has a base price of $440,000 is what you could get for, um, well, 205 miles per hour, 10th place on this list. Um, so that's that's entry level on this list. Mm-hmm. That'll give you an idea of where we're going from here. There are, 10 car, or there are nine cars that are faster than that. Now, ten uh, number one's the best. Correct. Right? We're going up? Correct. Okay. Yeah, that's right. So uh, number nine, the Lamborghini, I always have trouble with this one, Musilago, Mershalago. <laughs> Mercilago. I'll try that. Mercilago. Uh, the LP640, which uh, has a top speed of 211 miles per hour and a 0 to 60 speed of about 3.3 seconds. The base price on this one, I think this is the cheapest car on my list, Ben. Okay. So the Lamborghini Mercilago. There you go. I see. $430,000. So that's uh, that's the lowest price vehicle on the list here. Hang on. I'm, I'm going to go ahead and write out my check. How do you spell uh, that? Yeah, <laughs> no, I'm just not kidding. even going to try it. Here's another riff run. Right. Number eight, uh, Pagani Zonda. What's a Zonda? Zonda is an awesome-looking car. You better just look it up. You, you won't even believe it. It looks it's unbelievable. Okay. Just check it out. It's a Zonda F. 215 miles per hour, 0 to 60 in 3.5 seconds. Base price, way up. $667,321. I'm willing to roll the dice. Let's yeah. go to the next one. <laughs> a 7 Jaguar XJ220, which is, uh, this is remarkable because this was built in 1992. Wow. And um, it has a top speed of 217 miles per hour, and it does 0 to 60 in 3.8 seconds. The base price is $650,000. So See, but that's a quality car, especially 92. 92, I mean, that's yeah. pretty old and in this competition. And you know what? It looks... It, it fits right in line with the rest of the vehicles. And yeah, it, it really has does. a supercar look, of course, very aerodynamic. The next one, number six on the list, this is a surprise. I thought it would be higher. Mm. Ferrari Enzo, 217 miles per hour, 0 to 60 in 3.4 seconds. The base price is $670,000. And uh, as you can imagine, limited production. There's only 399 of these produced. Mm. Um, so, you know, pretty rare. Yeah, I thought it'd be yeah. higher. Though, a too. lot of these are really rare like that. They have very low production numbers. All right. these cars do. Like dozens yeah. or a few hundred. Exactly. Yeah, they're very low. Um, hand-built, of course. Hmm. Uh, the, number five, McLaren F1. Ah, uh, yes. Check the top speed on this. 240 miles per hour. Um, zero to 60 in 3.2 seconds. Wow. And the base price is, I've always heard this is a million-dollar car. But it's nine hundred and seventy thousand dollars is the base. Is they that sell, without a radio? They sell for you know, and I bet <laughs> it does not have a radio. I'm guessing, uh, but it. Uh, McLaren is this car has always been awesome. The, yeah, from the day it's been released, it still is. Um, I've always heard it called a million dollar car, but they're they're saying it's a little bit less. Mm. But I would guess that they sell for a little more than that. Yeah, what, I, I mean, I'm sure there are a couple amenities you get. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, here's a rough one. All right. <laughs> you mean rough in terms of pronunciation? Yeah, exactly. Okay. Number four, Koenigsegg. Oh, oh. CCX. Yeah. I think that's close. Let's just call it the CCX. The CCX. 245 miles per hour, 0 to 60 in 3.2 seconds. Base price is 
just a mere $545,000. Not bad. Well, yeah. Not bad. A Swedish car, but uh, it's, it's pretty awesome. Um, number three, Saline S7 Twin Turbo. Uh, again, a good-looking car. This is a, um, it's a U.S. vehicle. Um, 248 miles per hour, 0 to 16, 3.2 seconds, and base price of 555 So we're getting a median here. Yeah. At right around $500,000, dollars yeah. Number two. <laughs> this there is we the go. big one. The Bugatti Veyron. Which used to be number one. <laughs> used to be number one. That's right. As was at one point the uh, the Koenigsegg, the CCX. Oh, how the mighty have fallen. Um, the Bugatti, it ran a... Um, it ran, I think it was an, uh, what do they call it? Where they're, it's not unregistered. What am I thinking of? Um, unverified. Oh yeah, record. unverified speed. Yeah, yeah. It didn't didn't have a verified speed, but um, it, it had an unverified speed of 253 miles per hour, um, zero to sixty in two point five seconds. Mm. Um, and it, well, because this one has a, a W sixteen engine with a thousand one horsepower, and the base price. This is the most expensive car on the list. And it's not number one. Um, $1.7 million. We've talked about this one in the past. Yeah. And if you want the convertible version of that, I believe it jumps up to $2.2 million. Actually, this was for our episode, The World's Most Expensive Car, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah, it was. And it's it's number two for the fastest at 253 miles per hour. Well, that's the very least you would expect. Number one, as we as we mentioned, yeah. the SSC Ultimate Aero, which is mm. built by Shelby Supercars. Mm. Um, is that right? Shelby Supercars? Oh, uh, yeah. Shelby Supercars. Yeah. Uh, Jared Shelby is the owner. Okay, 257 miles per hour, um, and that's zero to 60 in, get this, 2.7 seconds. And the base price, mm-hmm. compared to the Veyron, a bargain, $654,000. Wow. Yeah. That's just, yeah. yeah. So that's a the long, boring list there. Now we can get into some of how the is details that, here. How is that boring? We're, I think we're putting this in context. <laughs> we're showing, why Why do I like this more than you? Uh, I don't know. And I'm the one who always brings them in, too. I'm like, ah, I got a list, but I don't know if I should read it. No, yeah, you should always, you always because uh, we love the stats. And also, if you think about it, it's doing exactly what we did, what we said we set out to do, which is to put this fastest production car in the context, just mm-hmm. so you can see. The competition is pretty close. There's uh, not a car there that's under uh, 200. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Uh, 205, I think, was the starting point, yeah, right? Yeah, 205 is the starting point. Yeah, exactly. And, and NASA, did you get this stat? What's that? NASA has actually uh, done some wind tunnel tests with the uh, Aereo TT and verified that it can still stay stable in excess of 270 miles an hour. Really? Yeah. Now, oh, you know what? That brings up an interesting point because this record for the um, Ultimate Aero, Mm. it was achieved on a a stretch of public highway, which I find... uh, Unbe- you know, just remarkable, wow. unbelievable. Yeah. Um, all of the other tests that I that I mentioned, all the other uh, top speeds, they were all done on test tracks. So they're yeah. they're known surfaces, really care, you know, well cared for racetrack mm-hmm. facilities. Mm-hmm. No chance that you know a dog or a deer or uh, whatever a pickup truck's going to pull out somebody in, front of you. in a Geo Metro. Exactly. Yeah. That, that you know that's going to pull out in front of you. Um, well, I guess I can't say the deer won't pull out or drive in front of you, but they're everywhere. Drive, man. Did I say drive in front of you? A deer. <laughs> if you have a deer driving in front of you, <laughs> you've got problems. The, um, but on the tracks, I guess it's possible. But anyways, right. they're in a much more controlled environment. Is my is my point? Yes. And uh, the Ultimate Arrow was on a stretch of highway, um, particularly Highway 221 in Washington, mm-hmm. and it was done on September 13th in the year 2007. Now, of course, for the Guinness World Record run, they they blocked off the road. And it's miles and miles and miles of road that it needs to do this. Um, it takes a long, long way. And there's a good 
example of this. If you go online and search for, and I think we've maybe even re recommended people watch this before. Mm -hmm. um, there's an episode of Top Gear where they top out the uh, Bugatti Veyron. Yes. So you get an idea for the speed of this thing um, mm -hmm. because that's roughly ballpark the speed. I mean, you're talking about a difference between 250 and uh, 256, which is the official speed record because mm -hmm. um, that was the speed that this one's traveling. 256.14 miles per hour is the record, and that's uh, based on you know two two runs opposite directions on the same road. Which you can um, you can hear the mechanics of that in our earlier podcast on land speed record. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And um, they do it the exact same way even if it's on a on – a, stretch of highway uh but again that's remarkable that it was able to do that on a on a public road versus a test track because you know that's just so controlled um that was not the autobahn <laughs> but if you but if you watch the bugatti um if you, the bugatti achieving 250 you see what this takes i mean he had to leave this is a long long stretch that it's so far that you can't see the end of the track it it follows the curvature of the earth even you can mm. see the curvature of the earth in the, in the track it's so flat and straight um you have to exit the last turn, even on this long stretch, at something like 120 miles per hour, and then hit full throttle. Um, it, it's just, and, and in order to be able to brake in time, you have to, you have to, you can only push it to a certain point. You'll mm -hmm. just barely make it to the top speed, and then have to shut it down. So this, this, uh, this run by the Ultimate Arrow is really remarkable. Yeah. Um, it, it takes an awful lot. In fact, I looked this up. Um, sorry if I'm going on and on here, but um, the. The 250 mile per hour barrier is extremely difficult to break for a car, um, and you'll find that out in the Veyron test. Um, and that's these, these cars are all roughly shaped the same way. They right. got it. I mean, they're they're very wedge shaped, uh, very slick aerodynamics. That's just the necessity of friction. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, these things have a thousand. Well, to give you an idea, the the Bugatti is a thousand one horsepower. This vehicle, the SSC, it weighs less. It it has. Um, 1183 horsepower and 1094 pound-feet of torque um, so it's wow it's an extremely powerful engine um, but it is it is uh, DOT certified it's a, it's a street legal vehicle and they're gonna make about 50 of these um, it to get to 250 miles per hour which you really can't do this on on a public road of course no even the Autobahn you don't have a long straight enough section that you'd able to be able to do this without having someone blocking traffic for you or just driving in the middle of the desert with out a road yeah but yeah. you would have no idea what's ahead of you because things approach so quickly um in the yeah i keep going back to this veron video because it has such good information of what it feels like to go that speed and the distance is traveled mm -hmm. and and what you know what's required to get there mm -hmm. um I know I keep talking about the Veyron, and this is an SSC podcast, but um, no, it's comparison. Is, it, it's it is comparison. This, you're you're traveling something like I think they mentioned a football field. And I don't know if they're talking about a, a soccer yeah. field, probably soccer. You know, U.S. soccer. Oh yeah, they are not, not U.S. football, yeah. but you're you're traveling that distance every second. Mm -hmm. So you're talking about um, you know just tremendous distances covered. You're not going to be able to see and react to what's happening ahead of you in time. I've got a comparison. Yeah, that that'll help. Um, the the average at the average speed at which uh i think it's i think it's nascar drivers are going when they remember how earlier uh you you had told me when they blink it takes 37 feet oh this is indycar indycar um, yeah I'm the sorry. cart yeah. series i believe is yeah, the information yeah. yeah the old championship auto racing teams so if you you know how long does it take somebody to blink oh yeah tenth of a second i think yeah tenth of one second so even then, well, they're traveling. See, if it's a football field a second, man. No, they're tra th that's the thing. This car is traveling faster than a Formula One car. This car is yeah. traveling faster than an Indy, Indy car. 
it's 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 exceeding that. It's it's going beyond what a, what a Formula One car can do. And this is a production car that you can you can drive on the road. This mm. is remarkable engineering. I mean, it's just yeah. unbelievable. But to get get back to what it takes to get to two fifty. Oh yes, yes. And sorry. this is real quick. I mean, I'll I'll be done with this quick. But it it requires um, the the Veyron requires about two hundred and seventy horsepower to get to one hundred and fifty five miles per hour. And that's with you know the, the being extremely aerodynamic, mm. lightweight, etc. Very strong, a lot of torque. Um, it, again, this thing has a sixteen-cylinder engine, four turbos, ten radiators. Um, it's just it's it's a remarkable machine. The SSC is similar. It has a I believe it has a great big V8, um, an aluminum block V8 with uh, the displacement's not that big. It's like a three eighty-seven, mm-hmm. uh, but it does have this ridiculously high horsepower and torque um, uh, rating. But the Veyron does need, it needs an additional, to get that last 100 miles, you would think it'd be easy. Right. It's, it's much more difficult to make the last 100 miles per hour between 155 and 255, um, or actually 250. Um, it takes the additional 730 horsepower. Just to, to get that? To get from 155 to 253. You know, that's exactly the opposite almost of what I, I would have assumed. You would think that it's already rolling and it's already doing what it's supposed to be doing. It'd be easier to, than to right. start it from... You would think momentum's on the side. Exactly, exactly. But um, you, you t- the downforce that's required, the downforce is working against it, the, the wind against mm. it. Um, it just It's just that much harder to climb from 155 to 253 that it requires all of that additional horsepower the 730 horsepower that's why they had to make it you know the thousand horsepower monster that it is yeah and and of course the ssc is the same way it's that last 100 miles per hour that's the 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 toughest that's where the climb is relatively slow Mm -hmm. um now the gearing is i mean this may be the last thing i mentioned here but then we're we're done but the gearing is really remarkable i mean it's zero to 60 in 2.78 seconds this is from the site Okay. Um, quarter mile goes by in uh, just under 10 seconds at 144 miles per hour. Wow. Um, zero to 100 to zero. So yeah, acceleration. Up and down. Exactly. 11.6 seconds. Really? Which, yeah. I don't know if I'm responsible enough to drive that. It's ridiculously fast. Yeah, it's really quick. Would you drive that car? I would. You mean? I mean, I, like to no, work? No doubt. You would oh, drive? to work? Uh, no, not to work. <laughs> but I would drive it as much as I could. Yeah. Um, first gear, you can take all the way up to 61 miles per hour. Really? Yeah. Cool. I mean, my car, I'm in fifth gear by that point. <laughs> um, second gear, you can take it up to about 85. Third is 126. Fourth, 165. Fifth gear, 215. And then in fifth gear, I'm sorry, in sixth gear, you're finally at the 286 point, and that's where you can push it all the way up to top speed in sixth gear. Mm-hmm. Um, 286 is, uh, well... That's what you're saying is that around the top end of this thing, right? Well, right. Uh, Miles well, per hour. Here's the thing. It's at, it's, it's stable at 273, but it redlines around 260. Okay. So I, I think... I you, wonder what this... I wonder what this... Uh, th- this is from their site. It says yeah. sixth gear, you're capable of getting up to 286 in sixth gear. Now, yeah. I don't know where that number comes from, but um, it, to me... Two seven, I mean, from what I've I've heard about you yeah. know, being able to, to climb that last bit and how difficult that is to get mm-hmm. that last hundred miles per hour, you're talking you're, you're getting close to three hundred miles per hour there in that number right. I'm talking about. Stability, is, I've got to say, is probably gone. Yeah, um, at that point, you're just trying to. I mean, your eyes and your reflexes move so much more slowly than the car at that yeah, point. Yeah, exactly. And, and when you see the video of these things traveling at that speed, mm-hmm. a car at two fifty on the road. Mm-hmm. It's it's unbelievable. I mean, you, you, 
you just can't fathom how quickly this thing you is passing. You don't see it for very long. No, you don't. No, you don't. I mean, you could literally, depending on your vantage point, you could literally miss it by blinking. You could miss it. If you, you bent down to tie your shoe, it's gone. You know, it's 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 coming over the horizon. Mm-hmm. It passes you, and it's gone. And I mean, yeah. you would hear it, of course, but you'd hear it coming. Oh, yeah, like a plane. Yeah, exactly. But, um, you know, you could you could look away for just a second, and you would miss mm-hmm. it. And this... this uh, this title, the title of the world's fastest car, mm-hmm. uh, changes a lot the same way that the title for the world's oldest person does. Yeah, you know, the turnaround exactly. is pretty high. Exactly. Yeah, it was broken. The record was broken a few times um, before. Because remember I said there was an unofficial record right. that uh, the Veron had. That was the word I was looking for, unofficial. I don't know why I couldn't get that. We said unverified. That's Something like that. That's yeah, close. Close enough. But, um, you know, this was, of course, you know, uh, supervised by Guinness, so it's got the mm. Guinness World Record. Um, the the previous record was the Kona Seg, which I mentioned. Um, it, these are all very close. I mean, they're, they're, at this point, the two fifty six mark that um, um, that the Ultimate TT holds, it's likely that something else will come along that will do two fifty seven, two fifty eight. No one's going to come along. I I don't. I'm. I shouldn't say no one because it may happen, but not yet. It's not likely that someone's going to come along and do two seventy-five, right? Or whip out you know three hundred and twelve or something. Yeah, exactly. I mean, and even if they did have that, it almost seems like they would sandbag a little bit. Like they may would maybe would say like, "Ah, we can beat that," and they they do a run that's two sixty, and they just kind of sit back and let that last for a while and let someone try to break it, and then they can just continue to break it with their car. That's a way to gain, you know, some type of momentum behind yeah. something. Well, also, Scott, it's kind of like the Olympics at this point. You know, when you have the world's best athletes mm-hmm. uh, competing with each other, then what they're really worried about is somebody shaving a tenth of a second off. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's that's the level that this. I don't. I hesitate to call it a game, but that's the level at which we're we're at. It is. Know? Yeah. It's it's just the point where they're breaking it by fractions mm-hmm. at this point, and. Um, it's still va- I mean, you're still talking about you know 260 miles per hour, 256. Really. Oh yeah, you'll that's still be you'll still be a pretty big deal at <laughs> yeah, least in Atlanta. That's right. <laughs> yeah, that gives you some tr- street cred. Hey street man, cred. And that's what this is all about is the bragging rights for um, fastest street car. Yeah, and hopefully uh, you will get a chance to see one of these. Uh, maybe it's the one. You know, Scott, I'll be honest with you. I would drive uh, a lot of vehicles, but. I don't know if I'd be comfortable driving any of the vehicles on that top ten list. Really, just because of the cost or the speed or the the, the, the speed? Yeah, I'm crazy. Well, you don't have to be driving that fast. You don't have to go 205 in a Porsche. You don't have to go like a moth to a flame, my friend. <laughs> I could not. I I don't. There's that, a time and a place. There's a time and a place, and it's well, you're not gonna. I mean. Even the 205, um, it's not likely that you'd be able to find a place that you'd be able to, to do that because of the the distance required and the control necessary to do that. That's true, which um, goes back to bragging rights. Yeah. You know, it's I mean, mainly you, you we could, could do, do it. This. You could do it extremely, uh, extremely dangerous. Extremely dangerous. Yeah, could does not always equal should. Yeah, exactly. Oh, rarely. Do you want to do some listener mail? Sure. All right, Scott. Uh, Jeff writes in and... Uh, Jeff writes in for two reasons, motorcycles and uh, pet peeves. He said that he agrees with uh, you about the cigarette butts from the window because he rides a motorcycle and he wears a full face helmet and a leather jacket, but every time he wonders why he's bothering with all this, you know, this helmet and this jacket, somebody 
usually flicks a cigarette out out of the window and it hits the visor on his oh helmet. Oh my gosh, that would be yeah. that'd be scary, wouldn't it? Yeah, and he's left wondering whether the butt is between his legs you or know, did it make it to the ground. I was, I was just gonna ask. Yeah, that. I mean, if, did it stick inside the uh, the collar of his zipper? You know, his coat. Yeah, he has. He just says that he's left wondering. You know, because he is on a motorcycle. Yeah, and he can't just stop and and you know check around. And then also he said he'd like to hear more about motorcycles and he wanted us to make an announcement um, and tell all the listeners that with the motorcycle season coming soon, please remind everyone to keep their eyes open for us motorcycle drivers um, because this information doesn't seem to be taught often enough in driver's ed. Motorcycles are out there and there are important safety issues and differences between cars and bikes, which means a lot of drivers just don't see motorcycles. Good message. Yeah, so for all our bikers and our car drivers out there, uh, please keep an eye out. We know it's getting warm and beautiful outside, Mm -hmm. and pretty soon everybody will be on that great American road trip. Oh, yeah, it seems like I see hundreds of motorcycles every weekend uh, because it's already getting warm here. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. uh, everybody's getting their toys out of the garage, and it's just that time of year. So, um, yeah, just be careful. Watch for motorcycles. He's right. Uh, so we're heading out. As we said, the weather's nice. We don't want to be inside all day. Right, Scott? That's right. Yeah. So uh, in the meantime, while we're out and about, why don't you guys send us an email with any uh, topic suggestions or something you'd like to see in a future episode? Yep. You can reach us at highspeedstuff at howstuffworks.com. For more on this and thousands of other topics, visit howstuffworks.com. Let us know what you think. Send an email to podcast at howstuffworks.com. And be sure to check out the High Speed Stuff blog on the HowStuffWorks.com homepage. What's up, y'all? Janice Torres here. And I'm Austin Hankwitz. We're the hosts of Mind the Business, Small Business Success Stories, a podcast presented by iHeartRadio's Ruby Studios and Intuit QuickBooks. Join us as we speak with small business owners about the tools they use to turn their ideas into success. From finding that initial spark of entrepreneurship to organizing payments and invoices, we've got you covered. So follow and listen to Mind the Business, Small Business Success Stories on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. You've probably heard a lot about electrified vehicles lately. Well, Toyota has electrified options for every lifestyle. We've got hybrids. No plug needed. But we also have plug-in hybrids, if that's your thing. (laughs) You can even go 100% electric in the Toyota BZ4X. With so many options for reducing carbon emissions, Toyota is electrified, diversified. Learn more about our Beyond Zero vision for the future at toyota.com slash beyondzero. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger. Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.